Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. This week, I interview Chrissy Mellinger, an authentic visibility coach. But Chrissy is not like any authentic visibility coach I've ever heard of. In this interview, Chrissy goes deep into lots of topics around loving yourself, how important that is to visibility, how to use your body and work with your body to help you get more comfortable being more visible. This interview blew my mind and it was not what I expected at all. Chrissy is so well-spoken, she's so easy to listen to, and she's funny as hell. I loved how much I laughed when I listened to this interview. So without further ado, here is Chrissy. You're going to really enjoy this. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me this week. And I am really excited to have Chrissy here this week. And I'm just going to go ahead and start off. Uh, Chrissy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited for this conversation. So hi, everyone. I am Chrissy Mellinger. My title right now is Authentic Visibility Coach. But really, I describe myself as an ever-evolving creature of chaos because I think all of the labels and things, they can be helpful, but they can also be very limiting. But what I do right now is I work with women entrepreneurs to understand who they are. So I'm totally weird and I'm a nerd and I'm so many different things that I'm cool coming out and saying I'm an ever-evolving creature of chaos. But for a lot of people, that's weird. And that's like really just not cool. So what I get to do is actually help women identify who they want to be, what feels really authentic and true to them so that they can bring it into the rest of their lives, so that they can bring it into their business and find out ways to show up that feel good, that represent who they are, and that gets to grow their businesses and like really represent themselves as whatever it is they want to be. So that's what I get to do right now. And it's really fun. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. I just love your authenticity. I love that you point out that you're ever evolving. And this is where you're at right now at this point in time. I think that's such a powerful example to set right off the bat, because it's like the reality is for those of us who have businesses who are solopreneurs or entrepreneurs in general, I would say like we are always growing. And especially I feel like in the personal development, like spiritual space of entrepreneurship, your business is so much about who you are. And so I, yeah, the most freeing thing in the world is when you finally start to lean into your authenticity in your business, which I've just recently been doing. You're one of the people that has inspired me and for everyone listening. Yeah. Chrissy, Chrissy's amazing, uh, really amazing at this authenticity visibility stuff. So, okay. I have some questions for you. Yeah. Uh, let's start with, um, common fears around visibility. I mean, of course, like we all know that being more visible can be nerve wracking, but like, why is that? What are, what's going on here? (laughs) And you nailed it. And you nailed it with 
your your statement before the question of we're always changing. So mm-hmm. when we say, okay, I started my business as a life coach. I wanted to help people, right? And then went really hard into masculine energy strategy coaching. And it was true in the moment. But then when things start to shift and you start to have these thoughts of, but I can't show that. What if I, what if I start cursing? Like my favorite word is fuck. What if I start cursing too much and people start to judge me and they don't think I'm professional because I swear too much or they don't think I'm professional because I never have a full face of makeup on. Like you're lucky if I wear mascara and lipstick. But all of these fears root down really into into the fear of being unloved, into the fear of being unwanted. And they masquerade in different forms and fashions of am I going to be enough? I'm not worthy of this. I don't deserve this. I don't have the qualifications. I can't do this because I have a lisp. I can't do this because I have a weird gap in my teeth or I struggle with my R's or whatever it is. And it it roots down, like I said, to this fear of being unloved. We think it roots down into fear of rejection, fear of failure, which the, we all we all know the big four fears, right? rejection, failure, success, and power, really all of that roots down into the fear of being unloved, of being unwanted. And when you think of it that way, it's so much more than just, well, what if I stumble and I screw up and I don't book a client? Or what if I stumble and I screw up and Brittany doesn't invite me back for another conversation because I was a weirdo, right? It's so much more than just these like simple thoughts that we tell ourselves. And when we can start to address those big root fears and start to move that energy out of our bodies and start to really look into, I don't care if you like me. I like me. I don't care if you think I'm too much. I think I'm perfect. Sure, I have things to work on, but like, shit, I'm really cool. Like I'm a really cool chick Ah. and start to address it at that level. That's when you really start to have the change where you can show up more yourself and you're comfortable with it. Oh, yes. I love that. And you know, this reminds me, um, a little bit of an interview that I did. It's been maybe a month or a month and a half now. Um, with a woman named Felicity, who is an intuitive relationship expert. And it's so interesting because her whole message was, if you want to get in to a soul-based relationship, like a conscious partnership, you have to realize that you are the one, not that guy. Yes. And yes. it's like in the same, it's just immediately as you were talking, I was like, yes, you're the one. <laughs> It's the same. So it's like the theme on coming out of the spiritual closet for at least this quarter is learning to love yourself first. It's so key. Oh my gosh. I just love everything that you had to say there. Yeah. That if you like yourself, then you don't have to constantly be afraid of being unloved or unwanted by someone else because you're loving yourself. Oh, it's so freeing too. Brilliant. (laughs) It's terrifying. It's hard to do, but it is non-negotiable. 
Yes, exactly. That's yes. That's a really good point. It's not, it sounds great. It's not as easy or simple as it sounds, right? So how can you like get out of your head to move past these kinds of fears? And I know you've talked about working with your body too. So what can people do? Cause it sounds easy, but I know it's not. It sounds easy. And as someone who spent my entire 30, first 30 years of my life being logical and analytical. And if I could just, if you can just make me understand the logic behind it, I can get, I can do it. Right. We force ourselves to think with our logical minds and one and one is two when we go this path and da, 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 da. And if I just can make it work, I want you to shut all that down Mm. and kindly, as kindly as you want to, you can tell it to F off. That's fine. Take your logical mind and say, you know what? I love you. I You have kept me safe for so long. I'm actually going to tap into the wisdom of my body. Mm. Tap into the wisdom that we are all innately born with of just simply being. And when we can start to turn off that logic of it has to make sense and there has to be an end goal and we have to see the entire path. When we can start to instead sit back and think, wow, it was really, it was raining all day in Rhode Island today. And I went outside, I took my socks off and I rolled up my pants and I just sat my butt on the ground and like my jeans were soaked and it was a whole thing. But when you can ground into the earth, when you can feel the solidness of the earth and everything that she has gone through and everything that she continues to go through and just feel that strength beneath you, feel that solidness that is always there and know that that is within you as well. That's the number one. I'll, I'll give more like specific examples, but that's my number one thing of really just starting to build up that trust in yourself that, hey, I've, I've got me, right? Like I'm solid, I'm thick, I've got this. And when you remember that your body has gotten you through everything in your life, that you can tune back into her, them, however, you're going to be okay and start to build that relationship up with your body that it's going to be okay. So that's that's kind of the overall thing of how to do that is just to start building up that relationship with your body. Mm. Ooh, I love that. I that totally resonates with me and I love the point that you made that your body has gotten you through your whole life. Mm-hmm. I think so many so many of us like you said, I think so many of us and I think this is a cultural conditioning um do live or have lived much of our lives in our logical mind. And mm-hmm. there is often this really huge disconnect with our bodies. I mean, you can see that culturally in a million different ways. Um, even just the answer to everything being like a pill or a quick fix rather than like actually listening to your body. So I love this. I love that going back to your body is how you start to work with these fears. Can you give, can you give some more, can you go into that a little more? Okay. Yeah. So it, 
it looks different for everyone, but even just going back to what you were saying, we spend so much time in our mind, but when you think about it, like think of the happiest time, right? You typically have a physical reaction. We high five each other. We throw our arms in the air. We're excited. We wiggle, we dance Yeah. because your body knows you then have to kind of tell your brain of like, Hey, I just got that promotion. Great job. But your body's like, Oh shit, I did this thing. So move your body more, incorporate your body more consciously throughout your day. It doesn't have to be this big practice where you go and you sit aside for 20 minutes and you dance and you move. It can be, it absolutely can be. It can be running or exercise or intuitive movement. It can also just be like squirming your butt in your chair and feeling how cushy it is. Ah, I love that. <laughs> I went, I'm like doing my little dance right now. Ah. Like feeling feeling the blanket or your shirt and just being like, you know what, this is, wow, this is really comfy today. As you get up and walk to the bathroom or go get water or whatever you're going to do, move your butt, like shake your ass a little bit, give a little shimmy, like incorporate these really silly, fun things where you're just like, wow, that was a really good conversation I just had. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to celebrate myself. I'm going to throw my hands up and I'm going to dance and I'm going to do my little corny thing. Or, you know, that was a really hard conversation that I just had with my manager and I'm not sure how it went, but instead of sitting and ruminating in how stressful that was, literally shake, right? Taylor Swift, shake that shit off and move it and that's my first one. It's just really bring in conscious movement throughout the day without any objective. There is not the objective of losing weight. There is not the objective of running five miles. Cause when I say move, a lot of times people think like, Oh shit, I got to start exercising. No, you just got to move your body. Even if that's literally like you're sitting ramrod straight and you take your hands and you're just like spitting off the spirits. Right. (laughs) Move yourself a little bit. And then the next one is to really, really be intentional about your breath. So even if, because not everyone is fortunate to work for themselves and they don't want to, right? Some people love to go into an office and we all have different ideas, but you can't necessarily dance around and shimmy and shake and all the things if you're around a lot of people. If you can, cool. If you don't want to, that's okay too. But just bring awareness to your breath. Even if you just take a second and close your eyes and as loud as you can possibly be, like, I want you to be obnoxious about this. I want you to inhale as loudly as you can. Hold it and then sigh that shit out like you are trying to ward off every spirit that has ever existed. Like, I want you to be that obnoxious person where if you heard them, you'd give them a dirty look (laughs) and just let yourself be in the breath. Because when we can consciously bring our attention to the fact that without even thinking, without even having to consciously be aware, we are breathing like the human being, like we as human beings are such weird, phenomenal creatures. I don't understand how we exist. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bringing attention to that and just saying like, okay, I did it. I did it. Whatever it was, I did it. And it was really hard. And you know what? We made it through mm. and I'm still alive and it might hurt and I might still be nervous and I'm still terrified and I'm still sweating everywhere. I'm still here, right? I'm still here. I still have my breath with me and really consciously being aware that again, your body has gotten you through all of this yeah. and you can move it. We don't have to store all this energy. We can actually say, fuck, I'm done with this stuff. <laughs> I'm done. Let it go. Right. And shake yeah. it off and it's okay. Yeah. And then the final one, and I'm going to go back to the beginning Whatever you believe in, whether it is Mother Gaia, whether it's God, Source, Youth, and Alien, whatever the fuck, I don't care. Go outside, bare feet on the ground, on soil, on grass, on dirt. Not no sidewalks. Like if you if you can go find some freaking get grass and soil, bare feet on the ground. Give them everything that is heavy. God, source, universe, mother, earth, your spirits, your angels, whatever it is, literally just visualize and speak out loud or in your head if you're uncomfortable and just say, hey, guys, I don't want to hold on to this anymore. Yeah. Please take my pain, my frustrations, my fears, my limiting beliefs, these doubts that I have. Take them, mm -hmm. transmute them into light, into pure love. please. Thanks. Okay. We're done. Right. It doesn't have to be this big thing, but just go outside and put your bare fucking feet on the ground. I could keep going, but those are the three that I'll give you. So that, so yeah. that, you can have that. <laughs> I mean, that's a fantastic starting point. And so if people start doing this, people start getting more into their body. Does that naturally lead to more confidence? like more comfort with visibility? It does because what it does is it leads to more confidence overall. Mm, yeah. We know that energy can't be compartmentalized. We know that confidence can't truly be compartmentalized. Like again, going back to the labels, the labels keep us small and organized. We can say that we're really confident when it comes to business, but we're not confident when it comes to relationships, let's say. That lack of confidence in relationships is actually lowering your confidence in business. You can't be 100% someplace and 2% someplace else. It's impossible. So when you get in touch with your body, when you can start to move that energy out, to release those things that are really heavy, that are really scary, that tell you that you're not good enough because you ramble, right? I ramble. I ramble all the fucking time. Instead of holding onto that and keeping it in our logical mind that we have to find a way out and that we have to keep doing this, when you instead start to build up these practices of just letting it go, of moving that energy, of shifting it out, saying, hey, I don't want this anymore, you build up that confidence because you're literally not holding on to it. Our bodies store the trauma and the emotions that we don't process. You don't have to process everything in a therapy session. You don't have to process everything in a 15-minute journaling session. Throw on some of your favorite music, 
move your body in a way that your body wants to move, bing, bang, boom, you've processed it. You worked through some of that and you automatically start to lighten what you're carrying, which means you stand up a little bit taller, which means you're not carrying all of those old fears, all of those old beliefs. And you start to think, instead of what's the worst that could happen, you think, what's, how could good, how good could this be? If you're not worried about messing up and screwing up and making a mistake, instead you're like, this could actually be really fun to go live. This might be really, like, people might show up and ask me a question and interact and I might, I might actually help somebody today. Like, I might make an impact for somebody else today. And it, it helps you be more visible and it helps you show up because you're showing up for yourself. You're building up that evidence that you're amazing. You're amazing, period. No qualifications. So now go do what you want to do. Oh, this is so interesting. You know, I think that when, I mean, I don't know if this is true for everyone, but certainly for me, when I hear like, I'm an authentic visibility coach, or I'm a visibility coach. Like I think about um, like strategies and and yeah, like kind of this more masculine kind of approach. I love that your approach is so much about just like getting in touch with yourself, like getting in touch with your body, getting in touch with yourself, caring for yourself. It's fascinating. So did you, how, how did this perspective come to be? Like what? <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about how you went from logical mind, Chrissy, to this perspective that I just, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. And your reaction is why I don't fully know what to call myself at any given Mm. time. Because absolutely. When you say visibility, you're like, okay, we're going to go on Instagram and we're going to go on LinkedIn and we're going to da 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 and really, it has come, like like the best of us, it has come from some serious uh, emotional processing of things. So um, about four years ago, I had a mental breakdown, full on, had a mental breakdown, took three months off of work, had a bunch of health issues because of unprocessed anything, because I was so in my logical mind that I, I broke my brain, that I, like, it, it was wow. not good. Yeah. And then started to realize, wow, you actually do have to, you have to look at the emotions and you have to look at your body and you have to take care of yourself and being intelligent. is not the end all be all. Mm. For a girl who applied to just about every Ivory League college in the U.S., to turn around and be like, hey, your intelligence doesn't actually make you a good person. Like, it doesn't matter. Wow. So then that became the journey of who am I really? Who, not this, not this really perfectly constructed person, but who am I really? And in opening that door, realized that there's so much more than the logic and the capacity and the the strategy and all the the one and the one and the two and the all the things right all the things that we're told are going to be really helpful yeah 
And then when I started my business a couple of years ago, the conversations that I was having with women, the strategy is great. I'm great at the strategy. I have tons of background in it. I can, I can build you a strategy with my eyes closed. But the strategy doesn't matter if you don't believe in yourself. If you don't know what you actually want and how you actually want to show up in life, then why are you doing the strategy? So it was all these conversations around, well, I think I should be doing this. Well, my husband said this, this coach is telling me this, or this is the new trending topic. Okay, but what do you want? I don't know. And that's that's the important piece. The how you do things doesn't matter. As long as you're in integrity, I don't give a shit what you do. The what do you want to be, the who do you want to be is the part that has to come first that most people miss because we're so focused on I want to make my 5K months. I want to make $100,000. I want to have time freedom. I want to da-da-da-da-da. Okay, you want to have time freedom? You want to have financial freedom? Cool, let's do it. Why? What, what does that mean for you? Yes. Like, you're in Mexico right now. I'm assuming that travel is a big thing for you, right? Yeah. You want that freedom. Right. That's not mine. Right. My time freedom, my financial freedom, and this will sound really corny, is to spend time with my dogs, is to be able to take afternoons and go walk them for two hours mm, and yeah. have that family time. That That's my time and money freedom right now. Yeah. I can't build you a strategy if you don't know what you actually want. Right. And I think that the conversation is moving more towards this space. Yeah. Not quickly enough. There's still <laughs> too much focus on the strategy and, and the healing for the sake of strategy and the energy work for the sake of strategy and hitting yes. those goals. Oh my gosh. Yes. So true. Just take care of yourself. Just know who you are for the sake of knowing who you are. Yeah. And then all the other stuff will come into play and it'll be fun and it'll be easier. Easier, not easy. Right. But it will be worthwhile because you know who you are and what you want. Yes. So I think that answered your question, maybe. Oh, totally. And it, it's like the other thing that's so interesting as you're talking um, I'm thinking about how the strategy is going to be different too. Like if you don't know who you really want to be, if you don't know what your values are and what's important to you, then your strategy, um, you won't know what strategy makes sense for the life that you want. You have to authentically know the life you want. It's so interesting as you talk about this, because I recently ran up against a wall because I got away from myself and started trying to do all these strategies that are just sort of standard. Um, mm -hmm. Everyone do it this way in the industry. And it made no sense with my lifestyle because I travel full time, like you said. And so like my, what I'm able to do in my business is going to be very different than what 
you're able to do and what makes sense for you, you know, living full, living at home in a house, there's a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's so interesting. It's like that first piece of like, what do you really want? Who are you is essential. Absolutely. We think, and like, look, I, I'm a coach. I'm not trying to bang on the coaching industry with this, but the way that we're taught and the way that we see that we figure things out is to journal, to ask ourselves a lot of questions. What's our ideal client avatar? What are our pair selves? What can we help people with? And a lot of that is still logic-based. A lot of that is still, what is the end goal? Let's reverse engineer. Let's figure out how to get there. Let's da 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 Mm-hmm. And there is an element of that that is necessary. We are human beings living on planet Earth in 2023. But there's also that element of like, how do you spend your free time? One of the questions that I love to ask my clients is if time and money were no issue, how would you volunteer? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people will be like, oh, I'll vacation and I'll sit on the beach. But like, what cause? is so important to you that you would donate hundreds of thousands of dollars that you would donate hours and hours and hours a week of your time is that education is that animals is that creativity what do you like to do for quote unquote fun because those are the things that you're like oh that's that's core to who i am yes Go have fun. Go play. Yeah, all the other stuff can be helpful, right? Therapy, please. If you need therapy, go to therapy. If you need to talk it out and to journal and all the things. But sometimes it can just be putting on music and moving or drawing the emotions and the things that feel really heavy and identifying them without having to name them or process, right? Just draw it draw it out and see what that looks like. Because when you draw it out again, you pull that energy out of your body and you put it somewhere else that is not you. Cause that is not you. So yeah, like just have fun. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And the thing that goes back to the body because your body knows what's fun. Your Mm -hmm. body will tell you like what's fun and what feels like a slog. Yep. Oh, this is so good. This is so appropriate because <laughs> I feel like I'm just like so deep in this, like reconnecting with my body right now. So I just love the timing and the synchronicity of this interview. It's like everything you're saying is like hitting home runs in my, in my brain and body. <laughs> I like it. Yes. So let's see. Um, okay. Something that you've talked about that I would love to hear about because I definitely want to make sure we cover this because I think a lot of people will resonate with this. What are some things you can do right before you are going to do something visible? So public speaking, going live on Instagram, I feel like right before that's a scary moment for most people, for a lot of people, especially when you're not used to it yet. So what can you do before that, like before you go live, before you go on stage um, to support yourself? Or, yeah, just tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a scary thing. And I want to I want to normalize that for a second before I actually answer you. Mm. 
it can be a scary thing for everyone, no matter where they're at in business. Yeah. So a lot of times, and I had this thought too, when I was newer in business, that if I just did it enough, that my arms would stop sweating, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have to worry about that, that I wouldn't get dry mouth, right? Yeah. It still happens. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, like I pinky promise, Girl Scout honor, guarantee you that it still happens to big names. Whatever the big names in your industry are, they're still taking a second, going through their practices, grounding themselves in and reminding themselves that they've got this. Mm. That it's not a thing to check off your box of like, oh, I've, I've made it. I've done enough work. I've done enough of the inner stuff that I'm good now there will always be something else that you're like, okay, this is, this is really kind of jamming me up a little bit today. So I just want to get that out there that like, there's nothing wrong with you. If you're still nervous or you're sweaty, or you're just like, okay, that deodorant is getting a workout today. (laughs) You're human. It's okay. Some of the things that I like to use myself and with clients is to first and foremost, set your space up. So clear your desk, close the door, get headphones, put, you know, put a sign up that says, leave me alone and always have water. Even if it makes like, I will try and make noise. Even if it makes noise while you're doing a presentation, have your water close by. Because that does a couple of things. One, it gives you, if you need it, an excuse to take a second to think about things. No, no guest or no host rather is ever going to be like, um, hello, can you answer me faster? If you're like, mm, I'm going to take a sip of water here. So right. it gives you that kind of adult blankie that if you need a second to break, you can take a sip. So that's one. And it also gives you, again, more evidence that you are taking care of yourself. We all need water to live. And I'm not saying get a drink, right? I'm specifically saying have water. Like I have iced tea with me as well. I'm not reaching for my iced tea. I'm Mm -hmm. reaching for the cold water that is nourishing my body and reminding me, hey, I've got this. Because if I can, if I can take care of myself, I can do anything else in the world because I'm nourishing myself. So that's the one is have your space ready, including having water. Another one, and this one is a little bit more mind focused, but sometimes your mind is your worst enemy at those like critical moments of nerves. Ask yourself, what's the best that could happen? Not how bad can this spiral, but truly, what's the best thing that could happen? If it's your first time going live on Instagram, that stuff is nerve wracking. You don't know who's going to show up, if anyone's going to show up, if you're going to have tech issues, if you're going to forget your talking points. Right. But what's the best thing that could happen? Even if it's simply you manage to go live for 30 seconds and then you hit the off button. You did it. You get a client. 
you make a really good connection. Somebody has a light bulb moment because you decided that you were going to show up today. What's the best that could happen? And then, because no matter what, no matter how you identify, what kind of clothing you wear, I promise you that we all like to twirl. Like there's a new TikTok thing trend. I don't know if you've seen it about like grown men frolicking. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so twirl. So I want you get your get your space ready, get your water. Think about the best thing that could happen, how good this could go, how well this might be, how well this might end up. Stand up and twirl around. Woo. And when you twirl around, you're activating that creativity, that imagination, that inner child is getting some love. Yes. And I want you to visualize that as you twirl, you are cementing that best case scenario in. Right? Like you're yes. literally just like, okay, this is going to go super well. The best that this could be is that I make a million dollars off of it. I don't fucking know. And then twirl your ass around and voila, here you are in that reality of how good it could be. Oh, I love that. That's a fun one because then it also like gives you that silliness of like, okay, I've got this. Like we're good. Yes. And then the final one, and this one doesn't necessarily go like one, two, three in order, but whether you have nervous energy that is heavy or if it's positive, because sometimes you're so excited, you're like a little, a little too jittery to stay focused. Yeah. Zoomies. Like we've all seen dogs and other animals have zoomies around like a field or something. Yes. Go have zoomies. Even if it's like, you don't have to run around, but you can walk around your office or you can walk around backstage if you're at a public event. You you press live for an Instagram or a Facebook. So before you do, go run around. Like I literally, I will literally, before all my client sessions, run through my house, run outside if it's not freezing cold. Normally I'm chasing a dog at the same time, but go run and get that energy off. Because again, we're moving the energy out of our bodies because too much of anything, good or bad, is too much. Yeah. Even when you're like, oh, I'm so excited and this is going to grow good. And Okay, babe. Take it down a notch so that you can focus, so that you can enjoy the moment and not just be in that excitement. But we release some of that energy. We get back to our bodies. We feel ourselves moving. We feel our hearts moving and pulsing. And we feel the aliveness. And then because, unless you're like in amazing shape, you're going to be a little bit out of breath. You come back. You take a drink of your water. You're grounded back in. You can twirl again if you want to and come back into your body yeah and all of that is pushing you out of your mind even the mind-based like how good can this go you're then doing something physical at the end of it so it's bringing you back into home it's bringing you back to yourself and it shakes off some of that nervousness it shakes off some of that excessive energy those are my three go-tos of just like Get yourself outside, run around, drink some water, twirl it in, and just have fun. Like, enjoy being a human being and feeling what that feels like. Oh, yes. I love it. 
the twirling. I especially love the twirling because the thing that's so interesting there is that's not a movement. That is a movement that really is only for fun. It's a very childlike movement. And so it's like putting your body going through that movement that your body only associates with fun and play is such a powerful way to like shift the energy. That's brilliant. I've never heard anyone suggest that. And I am totally going to start doing this. I mean, that's really so smart. I love it. You can't tell me that when I say the word twirl, that you do not see somebody in a princess big ball gown, just like twirling around. We all have that image. Yes, totally. It makes me think of like Cinderella where she twirls and suddenly she goes from like her servant outfit to her ball gown. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. Wonderful. Oh, okay. So this is fantastic. I mean, this has just been amazing. I feel like you've shared so much wisdom. It's brilliant. Um, So someone's listening and they want to connect with you. They want to work with you. Um, How can they do that? Yeah. So they can find me on Instagram, on my website, all of that will be shared. It's my name is Chrissy Mellinger because I own who I am and I don't have like a, a kitschy name. It's just me. Um, yeah. But what I have a couple of different offers. The thing that I'm most excited about is my visibility block clearing sessions. These are all body-based. So everything we've been talking about of how to move that energy, how to take that nervousness, the fears that you have, you don't have to talk through it all. These sessions are movement-based, whether that is I throw on some curated music for you that gets channeled through intuitively, Mm. or if it's drawing-based, like I love drawing things and their different practices or guided visualizations. Sometimes there's light language, sometimes there isn't, right? But it's your opportunity to not have to necessarily sit down and go through the the slug, the hardness of processing, it helps you move that energy out and just get to the root of it. Like it, they're 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 deep, they're intense, but you get to the root of it and you actually kind of unplug it. You move that cord out instead of having to process each aspect of it. And then at the end. I always end with like a step into your higher self and do a movement with that or something that you're always ending as that new version of you that does not have those fears, does not have those beliefs, that is more empowered, that is more authentically yourself. And it's fun, right? There's music, there's movement, there's silliness, there's lots of normally lots of tears and lots of goodness things that come up. But those are my favorite. Those are really fun and they're getting you back to the wisdom within you. So you can book that on my website or reach out to me directly. Um, I love to chat with people. So yeah. Awesome. And I'm going to have all of this in the show notes. So if you're listening right now and you're like, Ooh, Ooh, sign me up, just scroll down to the show notes. There will be all the links there that you need to book something with Chrissy. Awesome. Chrissy, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Like, I love the podcast. I love you. This was so much fun. I thank you so much for the honor of being here. I appreciate it. 
Oh, it's been so great. And I love you too. I'm so happy you're here. And thank you to everyone for listening. And I will catch you next week.